This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. The EPA released the proposed renewable fuel volume requirements under the Renewable Fuel Standard for 2023, 2024, and 2025 today. For once, they hit a promised deadline. The Corn Growers Association correctly assesses that the RFS has been one of the most effective energy policies in our nation's history. They go on to say that the annual growth for renewable fuels, like ethanol contained in today's proposal, provides stability in the marketplace and sets a course for greater consumer access to cleaner, burning, homegrown, affordable fuel options at the pump. Today's proposed increase in biofuel volumes is a win for drivers, a win for farmers, and a win for the environment, says the Corn Growers Association president. The stability and certainty provided by today's proposal sends a positive signal to corn growers and establishes a firm foundation to build on for even greater growth in higher biofuel blends through the Next Generation's Fuels Act. For 2023, the EPA proposal includes an implied 15 billion gallons for conventional ethanol, which increases to 15.25 billion gallons for both 2024 and 25. EPA also followed through in proposing to restore the remaining 250 million gallons from a prior court decision for 2023. While on the surface this all appears quite positive, the Chicago Board of Trade had a different interpretation. Nothing was more than it expected, and in the case of biodiesel, was likely a little less. Brazil also announced a bit of negative news as well by maintaining their 10% biodiesel mandate when they were expected to increase it to 15%. Soil oil prices took the brunt of that loss, which carried over into the soybean complex. The soybean complex has been a bright spot technically, and that was damaged today as well. There was weakness in RIN values after the EPA announcement, and that carried over for weakness into corn. Lower RIN values would negatively impact ethanol margins. Weakness in the dollar continued as long with the price weakness in the commodity. That combination should begin to resurrect some export interest. USDA gave their last soil moisture update in their weekly crop progress report until spring. Snow doesn't do a lot to correct soil moisture deficits. Topsoil rated adequate to surplus across the country is now at 50%. That was up three points in the previous week, but still well short of a year ago when 66% was rated good. Topsoil rated short to very short dropped 3% to 50%. That's not much of improvement when you compare with a year ago when only 34% was that dry. Subsoil moisture rated adequate to surplus improved across the country to 44%, but still well below last year when 62% rated that strong. Subsoil moisture dropped by three points to 56%, but that's still much higher than last year when this point when there was only 38% was that dry. My son Matthew is back in Brazil visiting his family over the holidays. He says that he drove a couple of hours through the western region of Minas Gerais. Through mostly intermittent rainfall, crops that he saw along the road seemed to be developing well and were off to a good start. They finished planting on their farm this week. Dry weather has been creeping into parts of Bono Grosso beginning in early November, and so far there are only about four inches below their average accumulated rainfall. Many areas are experiencing their first Veronicos of the year. Veronico is generally characterized as a two- to four-week dry spell. Depending on their soil fertility, they don't have to cause major yield damage, but they can take the top off of yields. Well, they don't see any longer-term crop damage yet, 
Recently planted soybeans will need a good soaking rain sooner rather than later for proper germination. They do see rainfall filling in the drier areas later this weekend and into next week, although there are some spots in central Mato Grosso that are expected to receive less than an inch of rain. That's not enough to break the Veronicos. Rainfall there has favored the eastern growing belt in Brazil, with soil moisture already being depleted in much of Mato Grosso, Mato Grosso de Sol, and Goiás. Brazil has already met its soybean export target of 77 million metric tons with one month left to go in the year. Similar to soybeans, Brazil's corn exports could reach close to their goal of 38 million metric tons this month, leaving the month of December where exports could reach closer to 42 million. China is expected to enter Brazil's market for corn in an amount that could total 230 to 400 million bushels this next year. The amount of corn that China is supposedly going to buy from Brazil is close to the amount that the Ukraine corn export market lost, even with the grain corridor still open. No one sees that changing anytime soon. Argentina continues to be predominantly dry. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-11. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.